What is going on, everybody? It's Heath. I'm here with Steven. This is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. We got a great show lined up for you. We got a special guest, Grant Strickland, here to Alabama fan, here to drop some knowledge on us and give his little predictions on the upcoming playoff games. What's up, Grant? What up? What up? Super excited to have you on. I know you. We talk pretty much every Sunday at church about the games, and you say listen to the pod. So hey, we always love to have people on. Always. It's an honor to be here, guys. Let's start it off with a local shout-out. We had four teams make it to the state championship. Locally, three of them won. It should have been four. Gulf Shores, Leroy, Mobile Christian bring home state championship. Yeah. Sarah Land lost in the last play. Last play. Did y'all, fellas, did y'all watch that game? Grant, did you uh, watch that game? The only game that I was able to watch – because I was at work with the Gulf Shores game, and I know that game come down to the wire. But that was a that was a pretty tight game. It was a good game all the way to the last play. Yeah, that was a great game. Ronnie Royal won the MVP. We interviewed him. He said they were going to win state championship. We he interviewed did. him in the summer. Caught it at the beginning. Caught his shot. Sarahland game, man, very sad. I know I go to church with a lot of those people, man. Yeah, I, now I go. You might maybe when you get a chance to ask the coach because you know one of the coaches yeah. for the Sarahland football team, but. I know, like we go to church at uh, Fountain of Life in Sarahland, and some of their, uh, some of the kids and the youth go to the school. So I asked one of them that knows some of the football players. And he's he, according to him, that was a designed quarterback draw. What he said. Uh, now I don't know if that's true. Right. Maybe he thinks it is. Ryan Williams said after the game they were, they had him on the backside, and if it was one on one, they were going to throw it up, and if not. There's no way. I, I don't. I don't if know. If not, what was a but? But it, it could have been. It could have been an option of throwing it up or quarterback draw. Yeah, but better luck next year. <laughs> Ryan Williams reclassifying. That's pretty big news. But let's get to it. So we're gonna hit on the bowl or the playoffs here shortly. But right before we came on the air, me and Stephen kind of hit on it last week. Right before we came on the air, a little breaking news from ESPN: Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody is launching an investigation into the college football playoff selection committee over Florida State's exclusion. Grant, give me your thoughts on this and about the whole Florida State program being left out. I mean, in my opinion, I could see where Florida State is upset since they went 13-0 and this year. But, I mean, if you look at their strength of schedule compared to – Alabama, Georgia, Texas, they didn't play nobody, man. And it for me, it's, I'd much rather put a one-loss team in the playoff that has a, a strength of schedule of fifth in the nation versus 55th in the nation. Could be because I'm a biased Alabama fan, but I'd much rather take the better team than the worst team of the two. Yeah, I think I think everybody would. You don't want another TCU getting waxed by sixty. But my thing sure. about I understand the fans are upset, the players and everything. But for these people to just start making this, uh, we're gonna sue you and doing an investigation. What wasting? What have we become to as a country? What do they expect to gain from this investigation? Well, this, my question is, what do you investigate? Right. Like what are, There's nothing to it. I'm, I'm confused. Are they going to hypnotize all these people and go into their minds? I, and I really think that they're trying to investigate to see if ESPN had something to do with it because of the SEC. Maybe. 
But that's, I mean, come on. But how do you investigate when 13 people, their job is to put who they think is the four best. Yeah. Six, well, no, seven of the 13 members was affiliated at some point with the ACC. Only four of them was affiliated with the SEC. It makes no sense. It's stupid. And keep in mind, they could have expanded the playoff this year, but the ACC voted to not expand it. So it's kind of on them, too. What a great point. They did vote to expand it. Right. And another great thing I've been hearing, Florida State, before the season started during the summer, has been trying to get out of the ACC because they know it's a sinking ship, it's a dying conference. They're so they, trying to go they to know. the – They know. They're trying to go to either the Big Ten or the SEC, these two super conferences. It's a joke. We're going to hit more on Florida State a little later when we back break. To the, go ahead. Fact of the matter is, though, in order for them to kind of have a point of why they shouldn't have been left out, they have to come out and just beat Georgia. I mean, you, you got to come out and just clean house with Georgia. You cannot come out and, and just get run over like TCU did last year to prove that you should have been there. Right, that's a good point. I don't know if, like I said, we're going to pick the game later, but I don't really know if they're going to have the capability yeah. of doing Ho- that. Hopefully a judge will just throw that suit out. Yeah, it's <laughs> Hopefully a, he won't let I'm it drag I don't live on. in Florida. It's a waste of taxpayer dollars. But let's get right into it. So this, let me see inside, this is going to be our last show until the game, until Alabama versus Michigan. We're going to take a little break around Christmas, a couple weeks off. So let's get into it. Let's dive right into it. Alabama, Michigan. Rose Bowl, college football playoff semifinal. Steven, we'll start with you. Give me one of your biggest keys on the offensive side of the ball for Bama. On the offensive? Yeah, or just key to the game. Uh, well, this is this is what I'll say to the key to the game. When I, Connor Stallions. I, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I have a – okay, you say that. I have, oh, here we listen, go. <laughs> the key to the game, one month, and that is one month that Saban has to prepare. Change your signs. For Michigan. Yeah. So, if you look at, other than the, I think it was the first year that Alabama got beat by Ohio State. In the first, It was the first, wasn't that the first season of the playoffs? Yeah. I yeah, believe. yeah, Blake Sims, yeah. So, other than the first year, look at the teams they've played. Michigan State, and this isn't in order, but just uh, Michigan State, Cincinnati, Washington, Clemson, um, who else am I missing? Notre, Notre Dame. Yeah. They played Oklahoma. All of those teams, other than Oklahoma, every single one of those teams, they beat by double digits. They beat very handily. And even Oklahoma, they were, they were beating them yeah. 28 to nothing and then just got relaxed and let Oklahoma come back, and they only beat them by nine. So pretty much every single team other than Ohio State they have played in the first round of the playoffs, they've handily beat because Saban has had one month to prepare for them. And they don't have – an electric offense. Uh, when you mentioned Connor Stallions, and I laughed, so I just saw literally as you were on your way over here, I was on Instagram, and uh, the um, Saturday Down South page. Right. So it's a le- legit site. This isn't yeah. some you know Joe Schmo putting this out. It said the total touchdowns for JJ McCarthy. Total touchdowns, rushing and passing, with and without Connor Stallions. The first seven games. With Connor Stallions, he had 17 total touchdowns. Okay. Last five games of the season, he's had one. Yeah. I think one yeah. total touchdown. With Now, that might be a coincidence, uh-huh. but that's a kind of a big coincidence. 
I don't think looks like a duck smells like a duck quacks like yeah, a duck. Yeah, and you'll you you'll probably give the statistics of the Michigan defense. Yeah, because statistically they're the best defense we have faced all year, but they have not seen a quarterback. He's not an elite passer, but he's an elite athlete. They have not seen a quarterback like Jalen Milrow all season long. But it always starts with the O line. If the O line can continue their dominance, Alabama's going to be good. They'll be fine. I think they will. Grant, give me a give me one of your biggest keys to the game. I mean, I was going to hit on the O line, but to go along with that, I mean, in order for Milrow to be comfortable throwing the ball, we've we've got to be able to slow the game down. This is going to be a big game. And this is going to be a chance to prove why we should be there. So, with that being said, I think that we're going to have to slow this game down and just play smart football. Yeah, I agree. That That's actually one of my keys kind of leading to one of mine. I, I got three offensive keys, three defensive keys like I always do. One of my keys for the offense is keep it simple, Milrow. <laughs> this is not going to be one of those games where I think he's got to have the Superman cape. I just think he's got to keep it simple. Ohio State, not Ohio State, no, I apologize. Michigan has not seen a quarterback all year like Jalen Milrow. I, I don't know the best quarterback they faced, Kyle McCord, and he's Mate. terrible. Well, I would say probably as just a pure quarterback, Talia is a better. Yeah, okay, Talia. Talia that's a good one. Talia. is a better quarterback. I forgot about him. baby Tua. Yeah, him. I mean, and he's he's not. I wouldn't say he's in Jalen Milrow's category as far as running. Now, passing probably better. Yeah, but not running. So for me, keep it simple, Milrow. Another key, Tommy Reese. I've been bragging on you for five weeks, man. Continue to dial it up. Get these setup plays. Michigan is. They're okay on defense. They're they're actually ranked. If you look at their rankings, whatever they're top, whatever, and I'll hit on that in a second. They're top ranked in the country, but you got to look at most defensive categories. I'll hit on right now. They're top ranked in most defensive categories, but out of the they've played thirteen games already. Out of those thirteen games, they've played seven teams that is ranked above 100 in offensive in the country. So, And then the 99th team. So eight teams with 99 or worse offense. I mean, that's terrible. You're going to have great numbers against teams like that. I want to say Bama has played five teams with a top 20 offense. So just the level of competition. And wasn't and their best – the best offensive team they faced was Ohio State. That was Ohio like 36th. State. Yeah, Ohio and State it, is a different team this year. Yeah, yeah and if you watched Ohio State – their offense was not no, very there's, good. There's a reason that their quarterback's in the transfer portal. Yeah. They just want something better. <laughs> and then the last, use the team speed. I really think we'll have a lot better athletes, better speed on the perimeter. Kendrick Law, Isaiah Bond. Uh, who else? McQuellen, he should be healthy. Jam Miller, guys like that. Use their speed to get outside. And then Jay Murrow, just use your legs. I'm curious to see, because you know, coming off the bye week against LSU yeah. – we saw a different type of offense, and Tommy Reese drew up some different things. So I'm curious, oh, having a month, what what he's gonna, some creative things that he's gonna gonna draw up. Oh, he's gonna have to. Grant, you got any more offensive keys for the game for Bama? Uh, Milrow, I mean, all year long he's pro- he's progressed week in week out, yeah. and something that I've noticed is he started to throw his checkdowns a lot more, and if you notice too. In the Texas game, a lot of the times he was not—he was missing those checkdowns and those intermediate passes. Yeah. 
yeah. as long as he he looks for those check downs and then intermediate passes instead of trying to throw the deep ball every time, I think he's going to be gold. Absolutely, and I, I'm glad you brought that up. And yeah, if you watch the games and you're Alabama fan, huge progress, especially in that department. I mean, shoot, on the one drive against Georgia. I think what he hit Bond four times on that drive, and all of them yeah. were within like three yeah. yards of the line of scrimmage. Absolutely. Now I don't know if he was the check down, but he, he wasn't making that throw earlier in the year because he's always about the deep pass. Um, yeah, he it was he, either severely underthrown or severely overthrown. There was no in between. Yeah, yeah, he's gotten way better, and yeah, like he said, like you said, if he can just do that, continue checking it down. If it's not there, I, I don't. I have respect for Michigan, but I'm not as w- nervous going into this game as I was against Georgia. Absolutely. Absolutely. Georgia won 29 straight. I do – I don't know. Let's let's go ahead and jump to the defensive side of the ball, what we think Alabama's going to have to do to stop them. For me, stack the box. Steven laid the numbers out perfectly. Stack the box. Make J.J. McCarthy beat you. One touchdown in five games, I don't care if you're playing with one leg out there. you got to be better than that. Stack the box, make J.J. beat you, and I'm not sure that he can. I think this Michigan, and this is kind of weird to say, but I think these two teams kind of mirror each other in a way. Both have very good defenses. Both like to are wanting to play behind their offensive line, you know, play with aggression, kind of ball control. In, for Bama's case, more lower scoring than it has been in years. Yeah, for us. So, but I just think we're better than Michigan in pretty much every, you know, phase. Yeah, I think McCarthy. I think he he can run the ball, so they're going to have to look out. You know, keep him in the pocket whenever whenever he drops back to pass. Now he's not a he's not a Jaden Daniels, um, absolutely at, at running the ball, but he he does have the ability to run. But yeah, yeah, take away the run. What was it against Penn State? They didn't run the ball one time in the second half. They just ran it down they their didn't throat. Throw it, yeah. Oh, they didn't, yeah excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, they did not throw the ball one time oh, in the if, second half. If we um, do not make them throw, they're not going. Yeah, you've got to make them throw. Take away the run, and then I think you'll have no problem unless he just you know has one of those games against Bama where quarterbacks start getting lucky. Yeah. Grant, give me your biggest key on the defensive side of the ball. We gotta we gotta keep the game in front of us. We can't. Let the big play happen. I mean, if you look, if you look at all our our one loss against Texas, majority of their big plays led to touchdowns. If we would have kept the Texas from scoring on the big plays, we'd have been fine. Or the big play allowing them to get in field goal range or the red zone, whatever. If we keep Michigan out of the red zone and don't let the big play happen, I think that. It, we won't have a problem defensively wise. I'm not worried about the run just because Bama's always been able to stop the run. I'm more worried about the pass. I just don't want us to get beat over the top. Absolutely. And look, I say all the time, me and Steven don't share notes. I, I haven't said anything to Grant about my notes. That's literally my third key for the defense. Nothing cheap. I don't think, and just like Grant was saying, I don't think Michigan can beat us if we don't beat ourselves if we don't blow coverages i would make them like i said stack the box but don't do it in a stupid way you can't just blow coverages let Mm -hmm. them go easy pa right down the field like texas did multiple times and then 
Stop. They got a, they got a couple stud tight ends. That's who they really want to get the ball to. They got one guy. I think his name's uh, I want to say Wilson is the receiver. But their tight ends is really who you're going to have to key. I think Caleb Downs. If if you can lock up Brock Bowers, you shouldn't have a problem with anybody else. And even Brock Bowers on one leg. Yeah, go ahead. I mean Georgia. Georgia has two of the best tight ends in the nation. Nobody can argue with me and say otherwise. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some guys that are close to their play, but nobody's better than them. And if we can lock both of them down against Georgia, I don't think we have a problem in this mission. Uh, I mean, I agree 100%. Steven, you got any more keys on the defensive side of the ball? Blitz, baby. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Blitz, blitz. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> man, i got to light him up. But, no, yeah, I mean, back to your point. I do have absolutely 100% confidence that – Michigan cannot consistently just drive the ball. This is scary. We have been all year, very, every game we've been not not every game, not but every game. A lot of these bigger matchups, we've been scared going in. We've been not confident. Unlike Grant, Grant nailed the score last or when we played Georgia, he picked the game correctly. Me and Stephen picked Georgia, but you got a lot of confidence that we're going to handle yeah. Michigan. Let's get let's get the predictions. Go ahead, uh, get predictions. I mean, I'm. I'm Michigan's a good team. Yeah. Um, they they do have a very good offensive line. They do have a – They just very, lost their All-Americans uh, against Ohio State towards ACL. He's done. Uh, it stinks. Um, but still, still have a good offensive line. Uh-huh. Good running back. Um, good defense. They, they, I mean, they do have playmakers. So, I'm not sitting here saying we're playing, you know, Tennessee Chattanooga or somebody, you know, like that. I just think – I go back to you give Saban a month – and the way that this defense has played, I mean, look at what, like you mentioned, that they play what five offenses in the top twenty. Yeah. Look at what they did versus LSU. Georgia is a very good offense. Look what they did versus them. Look what they did. You know, so I just do not see this Michigan team consistently moving the ball on Bama and putting up a lot of points. This Michigan defense has not faced a quarterback like Milrow. So, if he can just be smart with the ball, run when he needs to, I'm going to say Bama wins. I'm going to go 31-17. to 17. 31-17, 14-point game. Grant, give me your predictions. I'm right there with Steven. I mean, if the Bama team that has shown up the last couple of weeks, minus the Auburn game, I don't think this is uh, – very, I mean, it's going to be a tough game, but I don't think this is no Alabama versus Georgia. I'm thinking that it could be a 10 to 14 point swing. I mean, I, I'm thinking it's probably going to be right there around that 31 17 or 35 20 game, 21, something like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm really right there with y'all as far as the point margin, but I actually think it's going to be a little lower scoring just because Michigan does. I'm not going to disagree, they do have a good defense and they're. I think they're going to try to do the old 20 to 20, bend but don't break, make them kick field goals. Our lucky number last two weeks has been 27. <laughs> we beat Georgia 27. Go ahead. I got one thing to go go with that, though. You're saying Michigan's got a good defense. I'm not disagreeing with you, but tell me one team other than Ohio State that has been relevant this year that they've played. No, I I, I agree with you 100%. The, the, like, the stats yeah. I said about that they haven't played – they've played eight yeah. teams with a worse offense than the 100th offense in the country. 
So, I, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I, I guess I'm just – I don't know. I don't even know what I'm looking – I thought they had not a good – to hype yourself up too much, I guess. Right. Yeah, I, 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 yeah right, that's right. You get – hey, listen. Last year I was, we're going to beat everybody. And then I got d- disappointed. This past yeah. – this year I've been very – you know, we're not that good. And we it's been working. So, I'm trying to – Trying to keep everybody's, you know, emotions <laughs> down. But, you know, I thought Michigan had a good defense last year, and TCU hung 40-50 on it. Now it helps when you get two pick sixes. Yeah. But – Well, it, it's crazy because all year, ever since the Ole Miss game, I said Bama's going to lose by 10 points every week, and <laughs> Bama's won by 10 or more. Yeah. So, I'm going to just say Michigan by 10, a.k.a. Alabama by 10, just so <laughs> just to keep my little streak going. I like So, it. I don't jinx myself no more. <laughs> no, I – so, Alabama's lucky number has been 27. We beat Auburn 27-24. I think we beat Georgia. What was it, 27-24? Two? Yeah, same exact score. Same uh-huh. exact score. So, I'm going to go 27-13. to 13. I just don't think Michigan's going to have a lot of success on the offensive side of the ball. I will be shocked if Michigan beats Alabama. I am very confident. I'm, like, I'm very confident. Yeah, I'll be shocked, too. Now, saying that. Because also you think a month gives – Deontay Lawson chance because he wasn't he hasn't All been hundred yeah. he hasn't been a hundred percent in several weeks really yeah. since what the Ole Miss game yeah so Deontay Lawson should be full strength Tyler Buckner still gonna be there oh yeah. a little cross <laughs> player <laughs> uh, Kool Aid yeah. I mean should be back I would think yeah Kool Aid so uh, running back Key, Jace Jace McClellan Jalen yeah. Key so we'll be healthy they'll be healthy but talking about how much confidence I have in this game. Leads us. What did you give your score? Yeah, yeah, twenty-seven, thirteen. Low score. Now let's jump ahead. Let's jump to the other one, Texas, Washington. I will say, not trying to go back, but the Michigan style offense does not scare me in the least as far as our defense. They don't have to be this. You got to throw the ball. That being said, let's go ahead to Texas, Washington. I'm glad we're playing Michigan. (laughs) I know Behead was saying they they should jump us to two. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just slide us into four. Let us play Michigan. And then we'll see where the chips fall. Let's go. Uh, Texas, Washington, Grant, uh, give me your prediction on this game and what you think is going to happen. I mean, with me wanting Bama to win, and if we beat Michigan, I'm hoping that Texas pulls this off just so that we can have that rematch because I would love to say that we beat Texas when it really mattered in the national championship. But I, I really do believe this game could go either way, honestly. I think it's just going to depend on which offense shows up to play and who doesn't allow the big play and who does take advantage of the big play. So I, I think this will be a close game. I have Washington winning by three, winning 27-24 against Texas. Okay, I wow, hear you. Yeah, was- okay, I, so, I, I wasn't expecting that. I'm going to go – I think Texas's D line, yeah, maybe defense overall, but especially their D line will be the best that they have faced all season long. Uh, but I mean, both quarterbacks can sling it. Both teams have great weapons at receiver, at you know the other skill positions at running back. So I would not be surprised at all if Washington, uh, yeah, no. Washington wins. Um, but I think. I think the D-line is the key to the whole thing because Texas' offense is great already. But I think that the D-line is going to be the key to slowing down Washington. I'm going to go Texas wins 
I'm gonna have a close game. I'm gonna go twenty-one seventeen. So no, 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 hold on, hold on. No, I, I go, I'm going to go 21-17. I think because it's weird. You know, you get in these playoff games, these high yeah. – uh, in the past, these high-scoring offenses, yeah. and people think, oh, it's going to be 41-38. Yeah. I'm going to go a low-scoring game, a little bit of a defensive battle, and then scoring finally is going. I'm going to go 21-17. Texas. Yeah, so this game for me uh, – I just think it's – I actually think it's going to be a really good game. Both of these games should be really good games. I don't think you're going to get a blowout, really, in either one. I, like Steven said, I think Texas' D-line is going to be the key in the game. They played last year in the Alamo Bowl, and Washington ran it really down Texas's throat. But I just think this is a different Texas team. They're one of the most talented teams in the country. If you look at Washington, you see Michael Penix, two uh, NFL-type receivers out there, and you think they throw it. If you watch the Pac-12 championship, they won that game because they could run the football. And I think Texas, nobody has been able to run on Texas all year. Not Bama, not nobody. They have two of the best defensive tackles in the country. So with that being said, now Xavier Worthy being healthy, if he's healthy, will be big. But I got Texas 34-24. to 24. And I actually picked Texas to go to the national championship before the season started, Stephen. Am I lying? I'm I don't not. think you did. Yes, I did. I picked yeah, Ohio State yeah, versus you Texas. You did. Yeah, so I gotta st- I'm going to stick with that pick. But as a Bama fan, I hope Washington wins. I, think I, wouldn't, te- mind, I wouldn't mind the rematch. I w- I'm not going to mind the rematch. I just think Texas is a is a Texas is a bad a bad matchup for Alabama as far as what they do. Steve Sarkeesian, play caller, NFL quarterback, yeah. two NFL receivers, NFL D linemen. Georgia did not have the D-line, did not have the horses yeah. to deal with Bama. But Georgia proved it a couple of years ago when we beat them in the SEC championship. It's hard to beat the same team two times in one year. I agree, but we would have beat I, – I don't care what anybody tells me. We would have beat Georgia that year if uh, Jameson Williams and Mechie didn't get hurt. You agree? I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. 100%. Now, what, but Bama's a lot better team than and, and te- and what I will, Texas faced. And you could argue Texas kind of I, got worse they, as the season went along. Not worse, they got worse but, but they they didn't get way better like Bama did. They kind of flipped nope. theirs in reverse of where they were good at the start of the season. They got worse, but they've started to – they've picked it up these last two or three weeks where they've been beating the dog out of people. I will say, talk about it's hard to beat a team twice in a year. To me, these are – when you play somebody week two and then you're going to play them, it's going to be five, six months. These teams are totally different. So it's not like – when we beat Georgia in the SEC Championship, we played them again a month later, you know, a game later, whatever. These teams are just too totally different. really going either way. And, Absolutely. And I don't see how in the second week we were constantly dropping Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell into coverage. Yeah, I don't see that. them doing that. If, if, and we still got to get past Michigan, but if it's a rematch, I don't see them doing that again. So I got Bama-Texas rematch for the Natty. Steven, Bama-Texas. Yeah, Bama-Texas Grand rematch. got Washington and Bama. I just think you you can't have a quarterback that throws for forty two hundred yards in a year, and it, he he's got to win the game for him. That that's just it. I think that well, he's going to come out sling it. Texas isn't going to be ready for that, and I just think that it, it comes down to them. You put the ball in his hands the last two minutes of the game. I think that Washington pulls it off. That'd be awesome. I'm I'm super excited to watch both of these games. New Year's Day on a Monday. Kind of stinks. Natty would be the next Monday. But you want to get it? What's the next? Bowl games. Look at some bowl games. New Year's Six. Yeah, look at some bowl games. And I will say, man, the transfer portal 
has completely killed bowl games. Yeah, and that's it's hard. We're doing this for just for fun, but it's hard yeah. picking these bowl games. You don't know who's going to opt out. You look at Missouri versus Ohio State. Ohio State's going to have Marvin Harrison opt out, and then they're going to have their starting quarterback. Yeah, you don't know who's opting out, who's already in the transfer portal, or, or even if they have their players, whose heart is in it, and who is just like who's playing to just be like, eh, it's a game I'm going to play, and who actually like is coming to like want to win this game, you know? Well, let's do the New Year's uh, New Year's Six Bowls. Grant, I'm going to start with you, and let's actually start at the bottom. Georgia versus Florida State. Go ahead and kind of tell us what you said before the, we started. Uh, oh, the Kleenex Bowl. Oh. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not going to put them on blast too much. Not so much Georgia, more FSU. Um, Georgia, I mean, they kind of handle it. Handled the being snubbed pretty well. I ain't heard nothing out of them. And as much as I hate Georgia, and I do not want them to win, I hope they just beat the brakes off of FSU. Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason FSU did not make it in the playoff. That's because you see what happened up TCU last year. They got beat six. What was it, sixty-five to nothing? I think yes, they, yeah, they might have scored a late 60, touchdown, sixty-nine to seven or something like that. Uh, it was a lot to a little. And I, I'm sorry, but FSU is just not that good. I mean, they if they really wanted to prove why they could get in the playoff, they should have beat Louisville by like sixty. Yep. Louisville sucked. I don't think you could have had a quarterback play any worse than their quarterback did. <laughs> I mean, me and you, you could have been out there. If you threw me out there, I probably could have completed a pass, <laughs> but that's about it. I'm, but it's just FSU, y'all look sorry against Louisville. Y'all, y'all play a, a terrible schedule. Y'all look like dog water against Louisville. I hope Georgia just clobbered y'all. I really don't care what the score is. I just hope y'all don't score any. <laughs> Do you have a score prediction, or you don't care? A hundred, a hundred enough, <laughs> dude. If they got that man, that would make my life. That'd be hilarious. We'd have to make videos on that for days. But dude. but for real though, I think it's forty-two nothing going in the half, and they just take the starters out. Dang, you're predicting. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm right there with you. I hope. And you know the committee wants them to do it too. Oh yeah, <laughs> so oh, yeah. The, um, I think everybody in America wants that to happen, except for Florida State and Auburn fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Aub- Auburn fans are going to root for anybody but Bama. So, yeah. um, I, I'm fine. I would be the same way. But um, yeah, I'm going to go. Who's uh, It's just, man, it's so hard. Could you? Like, Brock Bowers could opt out. He will uh, probably. Uh, I don't know about Lab McConkey. Um, I do know Carson Beck's playing. Yeah, that'd be big. Um, but even if Brock Bowers opt out and our, our Georgia has a few opt outs, uh, I still think they're they're still a fourteen point favorite. Yeah, they're still way better right now. They're still so. way better. Um, I think FSU has more to play for than Georgia. For sure. But I think at the but end, if Georgia gets beat by them, it's just sad. Yeah. Yeah, well, and with a with a second or maybe third string, who knows if the other get a transfer or not? But we'll see. I'm gonna go Georgia. Obviously, I'm gonna go. I mean, if Georgia comes to play, I'm gonna go like forty nine to ten. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I got forty five seventeen. I think the seventeen's late. Uh, I mean, Georgia's just better. 
I mean, they're just simply better. And it all comes down to every one of these bowl games we're going to pick in every bowl game this year and going forward with NIL and transfer portal and opt-outs. Every bowl game is going to come down to what team is actually wanting to play and what players yeah. decide to play. So, with that being said, even though I do think Florida State maybe have all their guys actually play because they want to – we want to prove a point. It's funny, them and UCF can claim that they're both national champions if they – you know, UCF, what was that, five years ago where they were the national champions of Florida or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Florida State, Wait, they did they, did the Did they see the committee then? No, I don't know. I don't know. That's Aww. kind of interesting. That's, that's a bias. Good point right there, Stephen. But, uh, yeah, I hope that Georgia just bends them over a barrel and just just, just destroys them, dude. I, I cannot stand whiners. Let's go to another one. Missouri versus Ohio State, the Cotton Bowl. This one's interesting because, you know, Heath and I, we picked Missouri to be – one of the worst teams. No, do not throw me in. Yes, you're, you did. You're trash. <laughs> you did. You picked them last in the SEC. No, 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 not last. I had Vanderbilt last. Grant, let me give you a backstory. We were supposed to have a guy was actually he finished second All American this year. Chris Abrams Drain was supposed to come on the podcast. <laughs> Steven says they're going to finish last in the SEC, and then he last. doesn't come on. Look, I ha- I was giving him. I don't he, blame him. He could have came on and defended. Ridiculous. He could have came on and defended himself. No, I did have him finishing. I think second or third to last because I had Vanderbilt last. Obviously, you had them second. To the I think game. I had them After second to last. Still not much better. Um, yeah. but I mean they've been trash in recent history. They just have. So this is a complete shock. Um, you know, Missouri fans are absolutely thrilled. I think Missouri goes in here motivated. Why wouldn't they, based on the seasons that they've had? Ohio State's losing players left and right. Oh, true. So they weren't good with their starting quarterback. Oh. So he's going to be gone. Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably going to opt out. Side note, did y'all see reportedly he's getting offered $20 million in NIL deals to I, come back? I did. That'd be crazy. That'd be absolutely nuts. I don't think he takes it. I don't think He'd so either. Um, but me I'm going to go Missouri. What's that running back? Con- Schaefer? Schaefer's, yes. Is it Connor Schaefer's? Corey yeah. Schaefer's? Schaefer something. Something like that. He's good. Uh, the quarterback's not bad. They have good receivers, a good defense. I'm going to go I'm going to go 27. 27-17. Missouri. 27-17. We're going to go Ooh. quick because I know Grant's got to go. Missouri versus Ohio State. This is going to be a very good game. I actually got Ohio State, and I think the quarterback leaving is going to give them a, a morale boost. He was garbage. From all the reports I hear, he was a real Debbie down in the locker room, and his dad was one of those that was really involved, and he would go to the coach and be like, yo, you can't bench my kid. You know, I'm a big booster and stuff. Anyways, Boo-hoo. Devin Brown, Emeka Abuka, was coming into this year was probably the second or third ranked receiver in the country. He had quotes today saying – that no slight to Kyle, but this kid, Devin Brown, is why I picked him to win the national championship, by the way. He said his energy, he's more athletic, he just brings a fire to the locker room. Emeka Buka is playing in this game. Their running back, Henderson, is playing, and they're projected both of those guys are going to return to Ohio State for next season. So give me Ohio State, 31 to 27. Grant? I'm thinking um, this game, it really could go either way, but uh, ever since the beginning of the year when Missouri's still going to kick or hit the 62-yarder to win it, I've been bought in on Missouri. So I, I think Missouri could win this 24-21. That'd be a good game. Uh, yeah, let's go to our next one. Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, fan favorite here. 
versus Penn State. And this is a, this game is a complete – it's hilarious. You got one of the best offenses in the country versus one of the best defenses in the country, and then vice versa. Penn State's offense is about like Bishop State's offense. If you live around here, Bishop State does not have a football program. <laughs> and then uh, Ole Miss's defense led by – Pete Goldie. It's trash. trash. So, Greg, give me your prediction on this game. It's going to be a fun one. Oh, I think it's back and forth, but I think it's it's fairly low scoring. I think Ole Miss pulls it out 27-24. I'm going to go Ole Miss 35-24. Yeah, I think this game is going to be fun. Jackson Dart returning uh, is going to be, you know, he's coming back to school. I think they're going to be excited. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin has struggled in bowl games, man. They played Texas Tech last year, and it's like he went for fourth down like seven times in the first half. On his side of the field really was. So if he starts that crap, I'm going to go Penn State. But I think Ole Miss is going to get it done. Our last game we're going to pick. This this one's crazy. This game's a joke. Liberty's ranked 23rd, but they have them playing Oregon. Because the non-Power 5 gets the – Gets to be uh, in a New Year's Six Bowl, yeah. the top rank. This so, Liberty versus Oregon. Bo Nix is going to play. Bo Nix is going to play. Okay. So, for me, this is – I'm making this pick based on Oregon actually coming to play, wanting to play hard. Oh, Four, Dan, Dan, my boy Dan's going to have 42-17 Oregon. 42-17. Grant? 17 coming late. Uh, I just, Bo Nix has had a great year. Um, I do think that – Liberty had a good year. I didn't see them play, nor do I care to see them play. I don't think they have what it takes to hang around with a Power 5 team. I think with Bo Nix playing, Oregon just blows them out of the water, beats them like they had a stepchild. It ends up being 42-10. 42-10, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with y'all. You know, if you listen to the podcast, I was big on Oregon as the season started going on. I actually picked them before the conference championships. I picked – Oregon to beat Washington, make the playoffs, and win the national championship. They did not beat Washington. Bad matchup. <laughs> but I think they're going to absolutely hammer Liberty. I'm a big Dan Lanning fan, Oregon's coach. I think they're going to absolutely kill Liberty. That's it for the Power Five. Conferences, Steven, you got anything else? <sighs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Grant, we really appreciate you joining us and dropping your knowledge on us. I do appreciate it, guys. Yeah, man, we'll have to do it again. But, like I said, we're going to take a break. We'll be back probably the day after the playoffs to break down those games and look ahead to hopefully Bama playing in the national championship. Hopefully. Hopefully. But until next time, see See you.